0: Kutaba, thank you for choosing to remember the real me. I'm sorry for being so selfish, Mom. Don't come over here. This isn't where you're supposed to be, is it? But I finally got to see you again. Are you being selfish
1: again? You mom. I love you too. Futaba
0: Persona non grata, a Persona 5 podcast hosted by me, Alan Ibrahim, and my confidant, Extraordinare, Ryan Prasad.
1: Hello, I'm Ryan, and this is a Persona 5 podcast hosted on Fireside Friends, where we talk about Persona 5. Uh, the joke here is that Persona 5 likes to overexplain things five times over, so.
0: <laughs> so we're going to overexplain ourselves. We're Persona non grata, it's a Persona 5 podcast.
1: I <laughs> hey, hey, did you know that Persona Non Grata is a Persona 5 podcast?
0: Wait, which podcast?
1: Persona Non Grata? Yeah. It's a Persona 5 podcast. Yeah. Nino. It's hosted by Alan and Ryan.
0: Oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah. It really does overexplain explain itself. Uh, if you don't know, what are you doing listening to Episode 4? This is Episode 4 of a podcast where every month we play one dungeon of the JRPG Persona 5, and we discuss uh, what happens before, during, and after that dungeon. So, this month, we played through futaba's dungeon the futaba palace um and we met a new party member we uh, learned some very big things about the overarching plot of this game and uh we made a new friend um yeah you want to
1: do a quick recap of the events
0: sure so this arc takes place primarily over i think the end of july and august which is amazing because we didn't plan for our podcast uh to take place like pretty much as close to synced up with the game as possible um, cause we keep hitting the days that, uh, are in, that are happening. But, um, yeah. at the end of the summer vacation for the Phantom Thieves, they are, uh, threatened by this hacker collective group known as Mejid or Medjed or Majed as everyone pronounces it differently. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. hacker named Alibaba says that, uh, sh- they want them to steal a heart and they find out later that Alibaba is, uh, Futaba Sakura, who is, uh, your uncle Sojiro's adoptive daughter. Um, who is a shut-in after she witnessed the death of her mother and uh, had this that death blamed on her by uh, her mother's coworkers? And uh, you go eventually. You end up going into her own palace, which is a tomb because she feels trapped in her own mind, in her own head, and her anxieties. And she wants you to steal her own treasure, which is a cool uh, inversion of like what the usual uh, arc of the of the palaces is. Palaces are. Um, and she feels a lot of guilt towards her mother's death, and you're kind of exploring this Egyptian-themed tomb and uh, doing puzzles, and then you eventually figure out that uh, her mother, uh, Wakaba Ishiki, um, is the boss of the palace, and uh, basically the reveal is that uh, the co-workers of Futaba's mother blamed the death on her so that they wouldn't have to take the fall, and they presumably killed her because her mother was doing research on... Uh, It's got like a really bad name What's it called like psychic something
1: Oh yeah It's like psychic cognitive something Or other yeah but it's like a bad like a PSI in front of it Yeah it's
0: bad And uh, basically her work is related To the work of going to people's heads like the phantom Thieves do and uh, you fight Her mother in her head and then she accepts that she's not uh, At fault for that She uh, has her awakening Moment At the end, instead of at the beginning of the dungeon, which is kind of fun, she becomes your your uh, your Morgana, which is pretty good because we now Morgana is no longer the like give me tips in battle person.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Cognitive science, P S I E N C E, is what we were looking for. Um, and so it has a whole like connection to the metaverse, and then she joins your crew, and that's basically what happens in this arc. Uh, What happens overall?
1: What did you think of this arc, Ryan? This game is dragging on a lot. Uh huh. <laughs> it was really hard to play through and it took me forever because I had a hard time working off the motivation to play through it. Um, I don't know. Everything that leads before the dungeon is like really long and drawn out for no reason. Uh, they repeat a lot of information at you, they hint at the hacker group a lot, there's a lot of text that you have to button through that alludes to like oh the hackers are starting some shit and that's like every day until the end of the arc basically Um, and once it gets into the actual like uh, Futaba as a character and like the whole backstory with her dad uh, being your caretaker and all that stuff um, that stuff is okay Uh, but it didn't really get Interesting at all until the very end of the dungeon with that, like, boss battle and stuff. Uh, So, it was just a lot of buttoning through text and fighting the dungeon for uh, not a lot of pay off, in my opinion. So, I don't know. I felt... I feel... Like I was really enthusiastic last time we recorded one of these because Makoto's arc was so strong, and then now it's just I'm really not feeling it right now.
0: I think the thing with Futaba is that she's less immediately likable because you spend so much of the beginning like just trying to figure out who she is and how to talk to her. She just she sits in her room and she has this amazing. I really like the set of her room. There's like power rangers dolls and like anime Mm -hmm. pillows and stuff um so they like do all this character work through with like set dressing but she doesn't get a chance to talk she you learn about her through her text messages as alibaba and uh right by the time she actually becomes a character uh the closest thing that i found to like a good read on her was um she's the quintessential like character with social anxiety yeah. And they just kind of do that a lot and you you kind of realize like even though I'm playing as uh these rebels, these like young kids who are trying to take down the system, none of them are inherently like antisocial, quite the opposite. Like the player character is very social. Um and so she's the first person who's like I don't know how to talk to people. This is like not this doesn't make sense to me, not just because like in part obviously because of the trauma that happened to her, but um also, because she just grew up like that, and she uh like physically doesn't have a lot to offer because she's like you know they talk about her being malnourished, and one of my mm. least favorite plot uh, devices of this thing is like if you finish the dungeon early um yeah Futava goes uh fall goes unconscious, she falls asleep, and she, she it, just
1: sleeps for like a month,
0: right It's supposed to be like oh, she sleeps for a couple of days, but again, since we're playing on easy, she slept for a whole month. <laughs> of her life it's wild they're just like you keep getting these texts like oh futaba's gonna wake up someday she's gonna wake up but she has to i'm like fuck man like it's so drawn out and it feels like a weird unnecessary plot reason to make the dungeon like not just end or make the plot not end it's like well now we have to hit the deadline
1: like oh this girl isn't gonna wake up uh, you want to get a beer or something? Right. You want
0: to <laughs> <laughs> go read some manga with Ryuji? I do, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you're doing all that stuff. But, like, getting there, like you said, I, I can't – I don't really – I don't know how much I like the pre-dungeon stuff now because what I've been doing is, like, as soon as we finish recording one of these – I start doing the next dungeon's prerequisites because there's it's just that, at that point in the game it's pretty much just a visual novel. There's very yeah. little social time. You're just thumbing through day by day of dialogue. Mm-hmm. You sometimes get like nights to hang out, but every morning is like we're gonna go do this. Now we're gonna do this and this and this and this and dungeon time. And it just right like you have no player agency. You're just thumbing through so much talking. And you were talking before and you were talking on Twitter earlier like so much of that talking is like reiterating, reiterating shit. We already know.
1: Yeah. There is a really fucking fantastic scene where, uh, your caretaker, which I can't, they call him the boss As out you of nowhere. Wrote... They call him the, yeah, they call him the boss out of nowhere, which I'm still really confused about yeah. how that happened. But hey, boss. anyway, he tells you, yeah, he tells you about Futaba and the fact that her mother committed suicide, or at least that's what you're led to believe at first. Um, and then on, she, so he says that her mother committed suicide. And then on, like, suicide. And then, like, two sentences later, he's like, Futapo, you know, was a shut-in or whatever he says. Um, it Ke- keeps to herself. <laughs> or no, she, yeah, like, she had depression, whatever. And <laughs> Han just goes, could it be that she's had a hard time getting over, over her mother's suicide? It's like, dog. Uh, he literally just told you that her mother committed suicide. He
0: just told you exactly everything. Yeah. On <laughs> out of everyone comes out like weirdly mean and mis and badly uh, understanding Futaba's situation.
1: Yeah, it's bad. <laughs>
0: she has, I think that moment it's maybe
1: like in the dungeon at the very end where she's like, it's like towards the very, before you send that the calling card, uh, she just straight up gaslights her. What is, what is the line exactly? What's approximately? The well, line? it's like, Oh, it's your fault. Your mother died, right?
0: Yeah, she's like, trying to get her to be get... like, no, you have to admit that it's not, but I'm going to say it to you. Like, she yells it at yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like this very forward, like as somebody with a lot, like as two people with a lot of like anxiety and social, um, like it, having trouble, we have trouble like dealing with people in, in big envi- group environments. Like that's terrifying that one of, one of these people who's trying to be my friends is like yelling my biggest fears at me mm-hmm. to try and get to snap me out of it. Um and then the problem is that it works <laughs> like the plot is like yeah yeah Futaba gets it and um I actually played a decent amount past uh, where you just stopped because mm-hmm. I had a decent amount of time to just like I want to get past the prerequisite the prerequisite so badly um and so the next couple of days are just like the gang teaching Futaba how to be social mm. in this way that's like train it sounds like it feels like they're like training an ugly duckling to swim or something they're like, oh, we're going to take you to a mall and, like, show you how people work. And it's like, ugh, this way of treating, like, anxiety and uh, social isolation as a problem that needs to be fixed with hard work and, like, exercise and practice yeah, is really off-putting to me. Yeah. um, Because it's not something you can just fix. Like, it is a personality trait. And some people are just introverts. Like, yes, a lot of Futaba's anxieties are because of... Uh, the fact that she thought she she killed her she was the reason her mom died but maybe she's just also an introvert she grew up like that
1: and it sucks because i feel like so far i mean i've only just completed the dungeon so i can't say a ton of stuff but i feel like whenever uh the game let her be a character she's really cool right like she sends off text messages she's the first person in that group chat that does emojis for some reason <laughs>
0: like it's a huge deal.
1: Uh and I mean she's extremely smart, and she's capable and like very sassy. Um so I don't know. Using that stuff as a crutch is it's also it's like it sucks but also it's like the most persona thing in the world.
0: Yeah. Ultimately a lot of this arc was like yep, this is persona spinning its wheels, persona of the series like just they have this character who's a nervous wreck and can't talk to people and we have to fix that uh yeah it's also i mean this is kind of a good thing uh is the only woman character in the
1: group who is not
0: like hypersexualized
1: yeah how old is she she's supposed to be i
0: i'm 100% sure she's younger than 18 so i think that is why they okay. are doing that she's the yeah. youngest member of the team yeah uh and so they don't like her costume when she transforms is like this cool how did you describe it before this? Uh what? How do you describe her like when she transforms? She's got like the headphones and she looks like a weird like Daft Punk uh character or something. Yeah,
1: she uh she's like a jet set radio yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was the one. She looks like a jet set radio character, absolutely. She's got like neon green and uh her character isn't that sexualized, her persona isn't. Um yeah. nobody like flirts with her or has that Embarrassing moment, um, when you first go into her dungeon and you're crossing the desert because they have to cross a desert to get oh, into her palace. God. And it's just another one of those anime cutscenes where Ryuji stares at An's boobs and then she punches him. Anime mm. uh,
1: Can we talk about the fact that the anime cutscenes fucking suck and the end game cutscenes are way better?
0: It's a moment because they're animated well, but everything that happens in them sucks. You're right.
1: Well, I don't know. They
0: like, they are a little. The lip sync is terrible.
1: Lip sync is terrible. The color palette is a little washed out. Yeah. Um, and there's just not a lot happening visually. Like in that, we're a little we're kind of jumping ahead of ourselves, but like towards the end of that dungeon, like the boss is, like, Futaba's mother, uh, and she's, like, she's a bird, I guess, a giant bird thing. Yeah. I don't know what it is specifically. Eagle woman. Yeah. But there's, like, there's a lot of cool, like, camera stuff going on, and, like, motion, you know, blurs and stuff, and cutaways, and it's, like, you don't do that during the animation, really. <laughs> it's really weird.
0: Yeah, a lot of the animation kind of feels like a bunch of characters standing around animating, just, like, not moving. Um, mm mm-hmm. Which, like you said, is weird because so much of the game is this, like, moving, dancing, running around kind of story. Uh, and it
1: just feels very separate from the aesthetic of the entire rest of the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a cutscene we didn't mention that happens actually right at the end of the previous arc in the start of this one where um, it's, like, a fireworks day. and Oh, yeah. You have, this is just, like, way before the dungeon starts, but, like, all of the girls dressed in their traditional dresses and the guys just have like casual clothes and they go out to see fireworks in the city and then it rains and we get a brief tease of something coming later where a girl comes out of a limousine and they're like who's that girl that's a girl she's important um (laughs) like no doubt
1: (laughs) oh and then the guys try to stir to not stare at their lady friends because they are in yukatas and you just gotta not stare at the women
0: my biggest problem with all the guys like staring at them stuff is like okay, Ryuji is like haha classic trash boy whatever. The main character doing that is like a ag- get it's completely against the way I'm playing him, which is like I'm trying to make him just like be nice to everyone, like be respectful to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then in all the cutscenes he's like I'm also staring at the boobs and you're like dude, <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. And then uh Yusuke, my poor beautiful Beautiful, beautiful oh. boyfriend who I want to date, just also participates, but is like, I don't, I, I don't have feelings about this. I, I'm uh... and they just can't say he's gay. They can't, because he's just yeah. a corny art boy. I hate it. I want you, skated <laughs> to be so- dateable. I, it's so I know I'm hundred, and obviously he won't. But like, you follow his social link, and you're like, this guy is perfect (laughs) he's everything my main character wants out of a person i don't want to date any of the like older women or poorly written younger women in this game like let me date yusuke but we'll talk about dating and stuff in a minute
1: yeah we'll talk about that later
0: uh let's just hop into the dungeon real briefly um all this this build-up happens you're talking about Medjid, and then she finally says you can get in uh you get the word you get the password again tons of just like setup and uh, build up and then oh, you get into the palace so
1: much yeah I so it. much
0: uh and you're in her Futaba's palace which is an egyptian palace you start in a way that i originally thought was cool but i didn't like the setting which was you're in like an a town like a village and you have to stealth yeah. chase around some bandits
1: yeah well you find the pyramid first and then you go inside the pyramid and she tells you about the bandits that are in town and then you go to yeah. the town and then you go to the town and it's coded in arab for some reason <laughs> I, there's just signs and uh, some language. I don't know if it's actually Arabic or not, but it's it's weird. It's weird. It it feels it's weirdly
0: like inten- it feels like a weirdly intentional. I think that's why you were like asking about it. Like why? Yeah, because the, the, the palace isn't. It's just that it's just that like Egyptian it's just theme. a pyramid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, a pyramid. But yeah. the town is like this is a merchant town. This is a like bartering town. You're like this. OK, this is strange. And you chase this, like, robed bandit around in a silly scene. And then uh, you get access to the actual dungeon. And I was really ready to love this dungeon because the last one was so bad. (laughs) I was like, all right, give me a dungeon I'm going to adore. And, like, dog, they kind of just made this dungeon a Zelda game. (laughs) But, like, a bad Zelda. But, like, a bad one, yeah. It's Yeah. All you do is, it, you. the whole, like, structure of it is you're running down the center of it, or running up the center of it, um, opening these doors uh, by doing these, like, picture puzzles, which are the stupidest, like, <sighs> drag the picture around to make it look yeah. like Suta- Futaba has a sad life. You did it. You figured it out. Yep. Yeah. Um, Rey
1: Array- rearranged this picture of Futaba's mother getting hit by a car. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> that's true. Fucking that's 100% like... a one of a the ones.
0: <sighs> God. Um, and then between that, you're fighting enemies and you're doing bad stealth. Um, oh, the stealthness game the continues stealth to piss us off.
1: Terrible. The thing I learned, though, is like never hit the run button because then enemies will just run at you. you like, like they're even looking away if from you, from you don't like, see them, even if they'll spawn behind you if you start running. So just don't hit the run button.
0: Yeah, this 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 uh, dungeon introduced like enemies that just come out of coffins or come out of uh, sarcophagi. God, it's terrible. It's so frustrating because like. There again, there isn't enough. I'm gonna say this now. Now that we've done four dungeons, I don't think there's enough enemy variety in the dungeons. No. Like, if we were saying like we play this on easy because it feels like Pokemon, there isn't enough Pokemon (laughs) in this game (laughs) to do that. There is if you fuse, like if you do the work. There's like probably like 200 of them coded into the game. But the ones that I see in the dungeons, there's a total of like maybe
1: eight. Maybe it is because we're playing on easier and they just
0: spawn fewer times have a
1: certain have a certain number of uh demons that they spawn based on difficulty but like man it sure is boring still as soon as you have like one or two of every type of
0: uh element it's just like all right hit try everything hit the weakness now i know the weakness capture one of them and then everyone yeah. else just hit the weakness and then do the rush that's every fight um yeah the only yeah. combat thing that this dungeon introduced was my least favorite combat thing so far, which is uh, the despair um, <laughs> debuff, yeah. which sucks because it's mm-hmm. every other debuff in this game, us playing on easy, we're like, oh, electrocuted? I'll just not use that guy for three turns. That's fine. But despair is the debuff that the some of the enemies can put on you. And if you don't deal with it, and I have a couple people that have a spell that can deal with it that I didn't realize... Um, your character just goes from a hundred health to zero. They just die. Yeah. And it's like, they succumb to despair. That's another really weird, like <laughs> mental health thing. Yeah. You let them stay sad for too long. So they just died. Yeah.
1: Uh, wonder if that's exclusive to this dungeon. Probably not, but yeah, no, I no clue. Um,
0: I didn't see any of that in like mementos, but maybe in a future dungeon. Um, so you're you're dealing with all these like annoying debuffs and like a lot of the enemies like don't have weaknesses. So you just kind of have to rush attack them until or uh, auto attack them until they just die. Like the stupid Anubis guy. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing a lot of fusing this dungeon. It took me two days to oh. beat it. Did you do it in one day?
1: I did it in two. Right, it's way too much to do it in one. Just because of how just tedious it all is, really
0: right especially the early half of it you have to go back and forth a lot and like find the right door to open and you're jumping on stuff and Mm -hmm. that was where i was like is this a zelda game like the way that i'm like not looking for keys but like i come to a new room and there's a beam of light and i have to point the beam of light in the right direction yeah but instead of it being like zelda where you have to find a tool to do that you just find the button that does it and then it's done (laughs) it's like very very it's like zelda for babies Um, I think this game's dungeons would be amazing if they actually went for the Zelda thing of like here's an item you can use that does something unique uh, and you have to use it in creative ways but they also have to have it be a JRPG and so they will not do that
1: yeah I guess I don't know I I don't know how to make this better other than like have more interesting environments and give me like more interesting people to fight like uh, for as like As much improvements that the combat system has made, like, over Persona 4, it's, it's, like, so uninteresting, and there's not a lot going on, and I just, I don't know, man, it's just, I don't know, I, I really hated playing the dungeon in this game.
0: Right, it's such a bummer, Um. considering there's so much about the story that we are enjoying, that, like, it's a it's a slog that this is like half of the game is these dungeons that yeah. I'm just trying to like barrel my head through like please let me just save enough SP to do this in one run please like I don't want to have to suffer, uh, and then eventually they just like run out of ideas and they're like here's a code it's a it's a binary code use it to turn on and off all these holographic Death Stars right <laughs> right like yep. you just turn on it some There's of
1: them a- red and some of them are blue.
0: Yeah, that's their way to make it more complicated. Instead of one row, it's now the red and blue. Which one is the right one? It's easy. Uh There's a couple of things where I was like, I'm just going to look up a guide for this. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh about like figuring this out or memorizing the code. Um mm-hmm. And then you do all the pictographs and those are really easy or the the little like picture challenges. And uh I don't I don't think it felt too long. It like it dragged because it was boring, but like I think actual length-wise it wasn't i don't think it was the longest dungeon we've done so far
1: no it was fine it was just really tedious Tedious. to play through and just i don't know i wish there was a version of this game where you could just run through the dungeon but they gotta shoehorn the stealth then so
0: yeah right i I remember when reviews of this came out people were saying like oh back in persona 4 you just kind of like ran and like did the dungeon and it was boring and now there's like gameplay mechanics And it's like, no, the gameplay
1: mechanics make it worse. Like, you just start... Yeah, they feel like an afterthought, and I would much rather just blow through a dungeon. Just
0: let me do the fights. Just give me, like, a gauntlet of run forward and do fights, and then you're at the end. Good job, you did it. That way, they they would have an excuse to give you more enemies to fight than the same, like, five things. Harpy, Anubis, uh, Coffin, um... Oh my god, it was so repetitive. Um but you finally make your way through the dungeon. Both of us took about two days to do that. And, uh, you get to the end and then there's this cool, like run up to the boss where it's supposed to yeah. feel, like, it feels like they're designing it for you to do stealth, but I just ran past every single enemy encounter on the way up to the top. Like there's this like final long staircase. Oh, yeah. For right. Um,
1: I ended up fighting a couple people, but yeah,
0: right. Uh, my like run past enemies method tends to get me rushed and then I get messed up often but sometimes it works and then uh you're thinking oh i'm gonna fight the shadow futaba she's like lying to me or something nope you fight the mom uh wataba ishiki who uh is a giant bird woman like you mentioned um it's one of the it's also like a bummer that this is a mediocre dungeon that ends with a mediocre boss because she's just like you wait until she lands and then you hit her with melee. With me- her weakness is melee. Like, she doesn't even yeah. have a cool, like, elemental weakness. Nope. You just slash. And then- I had
1: upgraded my weapons, my melee weapons, before that boss fight, too. So I was, I don't know. I was fine with it. Because now uh, Ryuji has, like, a big hammer.
0: Yeah, I got Ryuji the hammer, finally. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty good. It seems appropriate for him. Uh, yeah. And you just, like, beat her ass, and then... uh you get the whole moment we were talking about where they're like, You have to take responsibility. You didn't do this. It's not your fault. Blah blah blah. Take down the boss. Um there isn't even like a fun, like unique bespoke mechanic for the boss, other than uh you have to oh you have to aim a you have to aim a trebuchet at her, that's all.
1: Well you don't actually have to aim it, you just have to wait for the your character to aim. Right,
0: it. Right, right. You don't you don't do anything. You wait two turns and then it shoots. Yeah. And then she dies. Yeah, you did it.
1: I mean, I thought all the story stuff in between that was good.
0: Yeah, you can see the idea of, like, all of these images inside of Futaba's mind that you're rearranging reveal that, like, what happened and how this happened and, like, what's going on with her character.
1: Sure. I just meant, like, uh, the way that the boss encounter starts is, like, that really cinematic cutscene. And then you start the battle and, like, you can't defeat the boss. And then it cuts to Futaba, like, going into the dungeon. um, And then... Like, afterwards, like, her talking to... Or her, like... Her her inner struggle of, like, realizing that she wasn't to blame for her mother's death and all that stuff. And then her mother... Her actual, like, real mother, like, showing up at the end. I thought that was alright. That was, like... That was, like, on par with, like, some Persona 4 stuff.
0: Yeah, that emotionally resonated a good amount. Um, She she awakens her persona and you're like oh sweet new party member
1: not really she she just becomes a, a tron character she just talks to you her outfit her outfit was like straight out of tron or something yeah
0: yeah yeah she gets the goggle, the big red goggles and she like but she the only thing i noticed was like i re- i still remember vaguely the prologue where everyone's like talking to you and she was like in that part she was like oracle here uh you got to do the heist and i was like oh hey there's oracle so I got to, like, make that connection. But mm-hmm. she just kind of tells you what the weaknesses are and tell, says, like, good job. And I like her in that role much more than uh, Morgana. Yep. So that was nice because um, I don't like Morgana very much. But uh, nope. it was kind of just like, oh, I, okay, I don't get a new party. I, really, I don't really get a new party member. I get a new one in spirit. Um,
1: yeah. And, I mean, she ends up being, like, really important to, I guess, like... This dungeon is sort of launching into like the overall like big plot. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, that is gonna probably like uh, take over like the back half like, of the general game, general arc of the game. Yeah,
0: right. Because you beat her mom, and then uh, she talks about like they bring up the masked character again, and we still don't know who that is. We get no development into that at all. Oh right, yeah. We just know that it's still a person who's doing bad stuff and trying to do what we're doing, but for bad reasons, I guess. Mm. And then they're kind of like, oh, but aren't you doing your thing for bad selfish reasons? No, I don't know. Not a good complicated moral quandary, I think.
1: Uh, um, I guess the big takeaway, though, is that her mother was researching uh, cognitive into science, the cognitive science that we are doing. Yeah, basically. Um, and that Psy was... Uh, investigating that as well, um, in I guess in order to like get to the bottom of the Phantom Thieves and also the masked guy, um, and then heavily imply that Fitava's uh mother was killed because of her research and somebody took that research from her, and then used it, and that's probably who the masked person is, for what I believe maybe. So I don't know yeah it's very likely it's that's the best where they're
0: going um yeah that's where they're pushing it certainly um so you finish the dungeon yay and then you have a whole if you're like us and you're cool and you play on easy which you should you have a whole month of social time before futaba wakes up from her sleep induced coma
1: this was the most bearable part of playing <laughs> this game
0: yeah it's always this is the good stuff and it continues to be the good stuff
1: all right do you want to go down the list
0: Yes, so for the rest of our podcast, we're going to talk about... um, This is the part that not everybody may have seen because we're at different paces with everyone. Where are our social links at? Any progress with Ryuji?
1: Um, I don't think so. I,
0: I got a brief one where he was like, Ah, uh, there's there's like mean people at the school. I don't want to work out at the school. And I was like, too bad. Let's figure it out. And he's like, I, I said I don't want to go here. And then you go there and he gets bullied by the school kids and they're like, you ruined the track team.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I saw that last time. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's uh, I got caught up to that this time. Okay. Just cause I had nothing. I had no one else to watch. Um, I'm just gonna go down this list I found on IGN.com.
1: Ooh. Blown um, away. Blown
0: away. IGN.com. Persona 5. Uh, Igor nothing who cares uh you unlock a new thing with him this time i forget what it is uh it's like another persona leveling up thing whatever uh i still continue to think that he's gonna be secretly evil that's my that's my theory
1: Uh, i mean he's a little she's a little shady i don't know
0: yeah uh morgana um you have a brief (laughs) scene i don't know if you've seen it yet it might be after the dungeon but basically you're in your bed and uh, Morgana wakes you up in the middle of the night. And it's like, am I human?
1: <laughs> That's the whole thing
0: though. It's to- it's, it's that again. <laughs> and he's even uh. like, he's like, basically he says like, what, ha- what would happen if I was just a cat? Would that be okay? Would life as a cat be okay? And you're like, oh, yes, it's oh, fine. Man. You can be a cat. God Um, Uh, Here's a good one. We got Makoto up next. Ryan, what's your status on Makoto's social link? I
1: think the last time we were... You hadn't done anything yet. Investigating investigating that uh, student that was uh, going... She took a job in the city. Yep. Maybe some shady people involved. um, And then I think the latest social link was that they became friends. uh, And then... The person we're investigating, she became friends with Makoto, um, and then, uh, she got a boyfriend, and Makoto was talking about her boyfriend, and now she might be shady, um, and I think the next time we do a social link, it'll probably be us meeting up with them, because I haven't actually met uh, this boyfriend yet. So, do you want some bad yeah. news? Is he shady?
0: Well, I don't know yet. You know why, Ryan? <laughs> Why? Because right before you get to go on the double date to meet him, Makoto says, you need to be more charming before you can meet him.
1: <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh.
0: So I'm now stuck at, like, rank six or whatever with Makoto. Like, I need to oh. be, like, level rank five. It's either charming or I think it's charming. Um, You have to be, like, like rank five, which is so much because uh, I'm rank four. Uh, to do that, she just like sits outside of the school gates waiting for you to become more charming so you can go on a double date. It sucks.
1: Yeah. Uh, another thing with Makoto though, and this is sort of separate from the social link. Yeah. She actually to go to the movies. Oh, word. And and it's like an action movie. And then, but it turns, yeah, it's she said it's like it's a female director. Let's go. <laughs> and then you go in, and it's like, yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, it's so <laughs> you watch this action movie, which by the way, the action movie dialogue, probably the best thing in this game.
0: <laughs> all the movie, yeah, all the movie dubbing and stuff. It's
1: really silly funny. and good Um, when you get out, and then she's like, is it weird that I like action movies, you know, because I'm a girl, and like we're not allowed to have, like action movies, and then you're like, yeah, it's fine, and then she's like, wow, thanks. <laughs> That's the first time someone's ever said that to me. And they're like, fuck, stop. This is weird, Why? weird like Why is this so bad? This
0: gender exclusivity thing in Persona 5 where everyone's like obsessed with like, can I like
1: this thing? Is this cool? It's just like we're a game about how oppression is bad. Here is some like elementary school level fucking uh gender role nonsense yeah. like let's go back to the fucking 1950s where women can't watch movies <laughs> like
0: what it is so corny and bad and and like <sighs> childish it's terrible yeah because Makoto's great
1: <laughs> makoto is a great character and they'll probably, they'll probably mess her up We'll <laughs> probably must up sure by the time the game ends I don't know I mean I'm on i plan on she is so they do the thing where they ship the main character in Makoto they make that a whole big thing um and it sucks because like that's what I planned on doing anyway so right uh it's weird to, to have that in the game I think it's just I've setting them, up
0: the ship is setting up the real relationship like oh if we're gonna play this we might as well do it sure um but it's not a great way to start a relationship in my opinion um, no
1: it's it's very bad yeah. but these games do that all the time and it's the first time where the interest of the game and the interest of me lined up in a weird way uh, in a way that I don't know if it's 100% intentional because, I mean, I come at it with like, oh, Makoto is trans goals and she's cool. Uh, <laughs> and then the game's like, the boy and the girl need to hook up <laughs> because they're, they're similar characters and. It's like, get out they, of my headcanon, please. And it's like, I She should be the main character of this game, but if I have to date her as like the close second option, then I'm gonna take, I'll take it. Take it, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, we'll report back to see on how terrible the dating dialogue is. But Right. We are
0: approximately... Because I've been trying to keep all my social links up relatively high. We're both approximately at the point where like the women in the game will now are now just about able to be romanced. And like, you get to pick one because you get scenes where you hang out with one and you bump into another one while you hang out. Yeah. Like, I went out with... Or I just, like, went to hang out with on And, uh uh the not chess what's the game what's the game the girl uh, who plays the board game uh, in the church yeah i forgot what it was called too i feel bad starts with an s that girl walked by and they were like oh hey and they like i think on or makoto whoever i was with was like hey you can leave we're just gonna talk
1: (laughs) yeah no i got that same scene it was pretty good
0: (laughs) it's like good this is where that was gonna go i'm happy about it yeah i didn't want it to be like oh you're with her and that would have been the worst case scenario but it was no instead it like said
1: they're just like friends yeah that's cool
0: they don't need you to be around to just have a conversation um yeah. uh and then other people we got yusuke
1: um did you make any yusuke progress so i don't like yusuke
0: <gasps> why
1: because the last social scene that I got was them on a boat. And then Yusuke was like, I'm going to paint these people yes! next to me That's and assume so that they're a couple. <laughs> and then they turn out to be brother and sister. And Yusuke is like, oh, well. And then the couple's like, you know, only, you know, we shouldn't have done this. Couples only do couples this. get to do this. And then they look at fucking Yusuke and main character and like, oh, you know, there's some... There's some characters in this city, and you're just like, I want to fucking die. Why are you doing this game? God <laughs> fucking hate this. Uh,
0: I wish in my headcanon my character hears that and then looks at Yusuke, like, hmm, hmm. But my main character just wants to, to hang out with Yusuke more in maybe a more than friends way. Is that weird? I don't think that's weird. Yeah, I, like, the I, way I like the awkwardness of with Yusuke.
1: I don't. I. <laughs> Well, the, the, I think it's terrible. The
0: thing is, I'm reading it as, like, two gay boys are discovering that they're gay for each other. It's not that.
1: It's not that, it's, and that's what makes it worse, yeah. because it's homophobic.
0: Yeah, it ends up being homophobic as a result of it trying to be that. Um, So my dream headcanon is much, much, much better than what this game portrays Usuke as. Um, I don't think I saw sure. anything beyond that, so I think we just about equal. I feel
1: like the both of us are interested in characters for reasons the game is doesn't, like, is very (laughs) clueless about, yeah.
0: Totally. I think, well, that's the nice thing about Persona is they, like, introduce all these nice characters and then the bad thing about Persona is they don't do anything with the good ones.
1: Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's been, if you want to talk about, like, the legacy of Persona, it's, like, Especially in, like, the context of queer characters, it's like, you introduce characters like Kanji and Naoto, and the game doesn't really do them service, and a lot of this is, like, the fans doing a lot of the work and yeah. fleshing out these characters, Uh and... Persona 5 doesn't do anything to fix that. So, now we get we get to talk about how like uh Yusuke is a cool gay boy and how Makoto is like trans goals and uh the game doesn't really explore those characters in the way that we want them to, so we have to project this stuff onto ourselves. them, which sucks, but that's Persona. So, both yeah. of those
0: readings make more sense with the themes of the game than the way the game does it.
1: Well, yeah, because the game is like the oppression is bad um also let's reinforce all of these like shitty uh sort of societal problems within our small friend group and it's really tone deaf and terrible especially uh. in especially in the same month as like uh internet dudes uh who are who lean progressive in their like world view and in, in their public appearance being outed as really shitty towards uh women uh playing this game leaves like a bad taste in my mouth after that stuff and maybe part of the reason why I didn't want to play it so yeah
0: it's a weird time for this time this type of of writing to happen um what was i going to say i I, i'm enjoying it because we can write our own headcanon because the game is broad enough that we can kind of make our own stuff up but the fact that the game itself never goes into that stuff it will continue to bum us out month after month um and i keep holding on hope and i know it's going to disappoint me um more social links though who else is there the uncle anything new with the uncle i haven't hung
1: out with them so
0: I liked my realization, which was like, I think the reason I don't hang out with him is because he's the only one who doesn't text you. And I need to be texted to hang out, to be convinced <laughs> to hang out with someone. <laughs> it's uh, like, Oh wait, that's real life. Whoopsie.
1: Yeah. I just don't hang out with them because I'm interested in other characters more. So,
0: uh, I have like a tier chart where I'm like, if this person isn't free, then I'll hang out with this person, And that, if not them, then this, if not them, then this. And sometimes mm-hmm. it makes it all the way down to Sojiro because I want to learn how to make the, the SP items. Um, okay. To accomplish my dream of beating a dungeon in one night. Um, that'd <laughs> that's be awesome. fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, I did one with him one level up where some like old man walked into the, off the, the, the coffee shop and was like, you owe me some money. And he was like, don't, don't talk to that guy. And you like pretend to call. So on his phone to distract him. And then the guy leaves. I think he owes oh. the mob some money. Right. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing, oh, man. I have no idea if that's true. Uh, on had some weird stuff this time. I didn't hang out with On much. I am probably caught up to where you were before. I had a moment where she had a like a model off with another model and they like competed mm. at like a on like a there's like a big high-rise building and she was like, "Come with me. You don't have a choice. You're coming with me, too bad, friend." And then she like runs into another model who hates her and it's just like girls fighting about like who's prettier and she's talking about like the other girls like talking about diets and being like you don't you're not as skinny as me i work harder than you because i'm skinnier and it's like right this is awkward and it's supposed to be awkward for the player obviously but like i don't like the way they're taking this on plot very much Mm -hmm. um who else is here well
1: okay more on that though is like the whole thing is like the other model like works really hard to be conventionally attractive and Anzol's thing is that she is just conventionally attractive and doesn't do anything to change her appearance which is I don't know what to make of that well, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, yeah the, I don't know. It's the part weird. where
0: you're supposed to feel bad for her is like I'm conventionally attractive but people think I'm unapproachable because of that even though I'm a nerd like I'm, a big, I'm a big dork like I like anime or whatever she talks about how she likes anime She's sure. like, I can't be pretty and also like anime because then people won't talk to me. And I'm like, on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of one of those like awkward growing up stories things, though, where I think a lot of the stuff, the problems we have with like how people treat gender and sexuality in this game comes from them being young and younger than sure. us and like not understanding where you can fit into those two, like into different categories. Sure.
1: And yeah, that's a very classic persona. Right. Uh, but the part where it's like, I don't know, I'm just attractive. I don't do anything, you know, I'm just me. I love and, sweets. Yeah, I eat junk food and I'm skinny. Ha ha. Ugh. Like, I don't know. That stuff is weird.
0: It, it that, that, that ends up distance, distancing me from her also. Because I'm like, I don't, no one's like that. <laughs> um, or okay. no one that I like is like that. Speaking of people I like, did you buy the fortune teller thing? Oh. <sighs> I, (laughs) nope. Okay. Can I, I only bought it and then watched one more thing happen. Can I just really briefly tell you what happens? Sure. Uh, you buy it and she's like, you're going to have good luck now. And it turns out it's a sphere of salt. Okay. So you're like, I got ripped off. And then you try to go back and she isn't there. So you have to wait like several days for her to come back. And then when she does, uh, she says something like, Oh, you have to go into like this other couple I'm how trying to help. They like want to keep buying assault balls for me to fix their relationship, but really you should fix their relationship. So you have to go into Mementos and help them. Uh, which is cool mm-hmm. that she's like making you do gameplay stuff or she like her plot leads to you doing gameplay stuff. She doesn't know what Mementos is, but your character is like, "I can fix their problem through magic." She's like, mm-hmm. "All right, dude, good luck." I'm just mm-hmm. a fortune teller. So I haven't even unlocked her as a social link yet. Her plot is just kind of slowly plugging along
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh the doctor did you do anything with the doctor i did what's going on with the doctor
1: what's going on with the doctor is like the patient that she used to treat died and she got really sad about it uh i think that's where i'm at right now and i'm pretty far along in it so probably have that maxed out by next episode maybe If I go at the same pace yeah very likely Um, but yeah i don't know she's that character that's, Still doing dangerous tests and stuff. I don't know.
0: That's the character that I want to date. Um, yeah. Yeah, might have, I might. I'm. I'm interested in. uh how the what's it called? The main character deals with like dating adult characters because I've heard it's actually really bad. Like the whole that that doesn't person, surprise me. That person's older than you. Is that weird? No. Yes. Um. And so I want to see how her thing goes. The last thing I saw with her was she was like. I'm getting popular now because of all this good word of mouth right. and I don't want to be a good, I can't be a, like big popular doctor. That's not how I envisioned my career going. Right. And I thought that was kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, she's, she's crawling along. There's a lot of other uh, people to, to help with that. Um, What else do we got going on here? Star, the star persona, which is the Shogi Shogi. That's the game we were thinking of. Gotcha. The Shogi girl. Uh got, I, I, I did some stuff the, with her.
1: Yeah. Uh I, I did the first tier. She's um
0: she's another one of those like I'm attractive, but I also just want right. to play my game.
1: Like speaking of like the same thing we were just talking about on, this game loves to do the thing, um where it just the the male characters just objectify this woman and then she's just like, Yeah, I'm a nerd, I'm a normal human being. I don't know.
0: I'm doing modelling yeah. for money, I'm not trying to like be Right, Rich, Ugh. what? I don't like that people see me in magazines and think I'm a girl. I'm just trying to be a show. She just says, like, I want to be a shogi player. Mm-hmm. I want to be good at the thing I'm good at. And that's respectable, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Sai, who is Makoto's sister and the one that you level up just through playing the story. Right. She continues to trust our character more. Uh, that doesn't really go anywhere yet. And then finally uh who's this last one the politician did you max out the politician yet
1: i am rank nine with the politician nice uh yeah that goes some places as
0: long as you have the time to hang out with him every time he texts you you get a guaranteed level up because you can't just hang out with a politician like what are you gonna do there's no like
1: idle uh, time. there's like one or two where you just stand behind while he does oh you
0: can Oh. yeah! Every time I hung out with him, it was when he texted me, and I just got a level up. So I'm now rank okay. ten with the politician. Okay. Um, it. I mean, yeah, it goes kind of where you expect. You basically like he's given a lot of offers. Your player character is expected to tell him, "No, you need to stick to your morals." Yeah. And then he does, and that's it. And then he says, "I'm great. I'm happy. You stuck with me." And I guess it was just cool for me to see what a rank ten looks like. Basically, you get one final ability, and then you get. It says, like, you can now fuse the best persona of that arcana, like the sun arcana in his case, mm-hmm. which I don't care about because I don't do a lot of fusing. And then he doesn't talk to you again. So I was like, all right, bye forever. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, that is all of the confidants that you can hang out with.
1: Nope. Gun guy. Don't chuckle. <gasps> oh, shit.
0: Right. Ryan got to hang out with gun guy.
1: Uh, so... You ask him about the gun that's in the bag that he gave you. I don't know why you would keep this gun like, for months. <laughs> for months, while you <laughs> work to build up guts, but you do, and then <laughs> he takes you in the back of the shop, Uh-oh. and he has a bunch of like shady deals that he wants you to do for him. Uh So that's the whole thing. Uh I don't know
0: friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast john i was like hey john i don't plan to really get to the gun guy this playthrough can you just tell me what's his deal and he told me his deal and i was like good good i'm okay okay it gets into into some nasty shit it's not like gross but like not and not dark but kind of like cool all right all right this guy's got a plot going on Yeah. So I'm excited to see you do more of that stuff. You're
1: like, you're like, uh, he, the first one I did was like, you're in a restaurant and he's trying to, like, trying to find out some information on this dude. Um, and then he leaves and then he calls you on the cell phone because you're, like, sitting in the booth next to them or whatever. (laughs) So he calls you on the phone, uh, while the other person he was just talking to was there and he's talking to someone else on the phone and then he's like, you know, just stay on the phone. I need to hear what he's talking about. Uh, and then uh, you just sit there listening to this dude ramble on to some other guy about money stuff or whatever. And then he looks over to you and he's like, who are you staring at? Uh, it's weird. I don't know.
0: Um, that sounds interesting. I'll... It's like
1: overcome, other undercover work. and But you get gun upgrades. So I don't oh, know word. what details yet, but
0: yeah. I can use gun upgrades. Um, what uh else do you want to talk about? Because you stopped, like you said, we stopped when the, the deadline hit. Yeah. Um, so where does the plot kind of... The plot kind of leaves us like comfortable. We're like, oh, phew, we're in the end of August and things are fine.
1: Mm-hmm. There's more like... We got, we got another... We got one more to the crew.
0: Yep, we have another Phantom Thief and then we have another like the sketchy SIA director or whatever is like... Mm-hmm. Gotta really got to catch those phantom thieves. Initiate another plan to catch those phantom thieves. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, and then uh, the guy from the beginning of the game, the reason why you were thrown in jail is like a politician. Uh, he was on like a news broadcast talking oh, yeah. about how we need to, you know, fix some stuff up around here, uh, you know, fix politics, fix the system in a very like Trump esque way.
0: yeah that that was a fun reveal where you're just watching tv and it's like also and they put the picture of him up and i'm like whoa that dude Mm -hmm. what's up
1: (laughs) yeah that's gonna i think i said this before but he's gonna come back probably as a boss and like game oh you
0: know he's probably maybe he's the villain because um i was telling ryan like the, the dumb thing about the persona 5 wiki which we use to like get our plot summaries for these episodes is um every arc is like one paragraph so if you scroll down like a tiny bit from the one we're reading you just read the whole next arc and i think i saw a the name of the game's villain and it's probably him that would make sense but it might not be just some other person i don't have no idea i also forgot the name because i'm bad with japanese names and i'm bad with remembering anything
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know um I think it would it would suck if it was all him, if it was all the same guy the whole time, like if he was in the like masked in the uh in Mementos and all that stuff.
0: Oh yeah, speaking of pulling the strings, and the reason we forgot this is because it it plays like it's not important. The reveal is that Futaba is oh, mentioned. Right, she just was them the whole time. She controlled all of them. She was the company that you were never being. Well, no, by anyone.
1: I mean she or she runs the company. She she no, she went under Medjid for a while, and then some dudes like t- did stuff in Medjid's name. Yes. and she just uh, she just changed her name. Right, that's right. Kind right. Of she, it. she
0: did. She was in high power she there for a while. Lost kind of con-
1: lost out. control of what Medjid is, and just started a different thing.
0: So. Yeah. I I liked that that just kind of, like, cut the narrative tension of this whole arc in half, where it was like, we're so worried about this horrible hacker group. And she's like, yeah, I got them in two seconds. I know them. I worked for them. Like, done. Did it.
1: Sure. But it also just, like, once you're done with that arc, like, wow, I wasted, like, ten hours of my life.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, my my save is approaching the 50-hour mark. Yeah. I feel like I still don't know a lot about the really important things in this game. That makes me frustrated. Um... Anything else you want to talk about for this uh, this fourth? We're now exactly halfway through Persona 5, Ryan.
1: I am really not feeling this game
0: right now. Yeah, I don't know. My worry is that we're now going to get a lot of filler arcs because there's Mm -hmm. only one, maybe two more party members and four more dungeons. Mm -hmm. So I'm imagining like one or two of those dungeons has to just be like, here's a bad person fight them um, in an ice cream shop.
1: <laughs> there's so from what I've seen of people who finish this game, there's at least one instance of, Oh, the game's over. Oh, there's another dungeon. So
0: Oh great. Look oh. forward to that. Uh okay, predictions for next dungeon. I'm predicting I'm predicting the next one is a filler arc. I fetch you nothing happens in the next one, and we're going to be very disappointed by September in Persona 5. Um, just to be cynical. I think we're finally going to meet that guy with the hat that everyone does the memes of, like the Get Bent hat equivalent. It doesn't actually say oh, Get Bent. It says right. like something else. It's like a red hat that, I don't know, maybe people are making like a Make America Great Again joke. I don't know. Mm. But it's like some teen boy who's another social link. Oh, whatever. We don't know about any of these things. Please don't spoil them for us.
1: <laughs> We didn't talk about Mishima.
0: Uh- <laughs> we didn't mention him! We didn't talk about him! We
1: didn't <laughs> nothing. Not a
0: single mention. You're-, you're so right. We just completely erased Mishima from the game. That's so mean. He's still a person.
1: Mishima is the game's official soft boy and he's the worst. I hate him.
0: I despise hanging out with him. Every time I do the I said this last time, but like every time I like, who can I hang out with? Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No one else? No one else? (laughs) I really have to go to a restaurant and eat dinner with Mishima? Like, ugh. (laughs) He sucks. He profoundly sucks. sucks. Yeah. He is the definition of soft boy. That's a good point.
1: He's this He is. He's like he wants to do all this cool shit to get women. It's great.
0: Yep. And he's like, Don't am I cool? And I'm like, no, Mishima. No. No. (laughs) Not in the slightest, buddy um don't hang out with me don't at me don't text me (laughs) it's a again i kind of like the idea of mementos like i enjoy we don't talk about this but at the start of every arc there's like some build-up and then in that build-up they have a whole section where you have to push through mementos to -hmm. progress the story um and i like those parts but i don't like having to hang out with mishima to get more mementos missions that sucks yeah. So I never hang out with Mishima. I, did, I think I did once this arc, again, because I ran out of other people. And I think we went to the cafe, and he just gave me a new mission. I don't think I learned anything about him. Who yeah. cares?
1: Mishima in the toilet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next time, predictions. Uh, I think we're going to get some good character moments. I think we're going to get some bad character moments. But we're going to get some... Like, big party member, like, hangout stuff, probably. and That'll be, that'll be whatever. Yeah, it's sort that'll of, be something.
0: It's sort of like every good anime or, like, ensemble cast story where, like, I enjoy it the most when everyone's just hanging out, existing together. Uh, there's a scene that you're about to get to where, like, they all hang out in the player character's room and Futaba's just in the corner, like, being a dork. And it's, like, mm. really charming and nice. Um, so I want more of that. I think we, I think we do get one more party member though. So that should happen next episode. Uh, Hopefully they're cool and not hashtag problematic. Although they probably will be
1: Um, persona after all.
0: It is. It's persona after all. (laughs) It's like (laughs) the end of undertale where you look at the mirror and it's like, after all, it's still, it's still persona. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I think that is going to do it for this episode of persona non grata um that'll be it for the month we will be back sometime in the middle of september to talk about the fifth dungeon of the game and everything that happens up until then if you are playing along we uh, generally generally recommend you get to the next Psy rank up because that is where the game says that the story has been updated and so that's a good place to like call it uh for the for your personal playthroughs if you're playing at home um, and that's yeah. what we're going to be talking about next month so uh, Ryan where can people find you on the internet
1: you can find me on twitter at taco detective where I tweet about uh, I tweet out screenshots of this game whenever I'm playing it I tweet about politics I tweet about uh, just dumb stuff so follow me there you should Ryan has got a great twitter yeah. um, what about you
0: um, I can be found at, on twitter at alan Ibrahim, spelled a-l-l-e-n-i-b-r a h i m uh i don't tweet a ton but when i do it's mostly about one piece let's just be honest here it's the better persona 5 but it's still just as problematic uh and i'm on another podcast called chats a television podcast which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts we're talking about avatar we're almost at season three the end of that show it's very exciting and um if you're listening to this you're listening to it on the fireside friends feed so listen to fireside friends it's now on the abnormal mapping podcast network very exciting um yep. shout outs to everybody at overall uh, at abnormal mapping um
1: uh check out the other shows on the network abnormal mapping the gaming podcast second officer slog which is uh the star trek podcast the amory score which is the co and cambria podcast and the goof zone which is uh a mental health podcast that also goofs sometimes uh those are all great podcasts and uh glad to be part of the network again as i have said before but
0: yeah. Um, yeah, very cool. And uh yeah, you can follow us on the internet where we told you to. So um that is gonna do it for this month. Um good luck out there, and don't forget to level up all of your confidants. <laughs> bye bye!